This is the Design Direction Podcast, providing direction for business, design, and the pursuit of joy. Real talk for creatives. And now your host, Stacy Thompson. Welcome to the very first episode of the Design Direction Podcast. I wanted to create a forum to talk all things related to creative businesses, the challenges, the successes, as well as the artistic, fun, and inspiring aspects of the creative industry. We are definitely experiencing one of the most challenging times in our lives collectively. So I wanted to talk to others in the industry about how they're meeting these challenges. My guests today are Christina Grevy and Courtney Walker-Pope from Polish Interior and Art Design, a duo of artists and designer, respectively, who created their firm in 2014. Their philosophy is based on client-centric, lighthearted, and personable interactions, creating spaces that are collaborative as well as inclusive. Their services include full-service interiors, luxury new construction, boutique commercial, and custom art. Christina and Courtney have also opened a new side to their business, a small retail shop called Reveal by Polish, where they have curated a collection of home accessories, art, rugs, and gifts. They're always innovating and coming up with new ways to serve their clients and the community. Their motto is most definitely collaboration over competition, which has set them up for success. I'm proud to call them my peers and my friends. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Christina and Courtney about the uncertainness of the creative industry during this time and the potential learning and growing experiences that we can all have to make our businesses stronger than ever. I have Christina and Courtney from Polish Art and Interior Design and owners of a retail retail boutique revealed by Polish um, located in Indianapolis. And um, we are going to be talking about things that um, are related to our design industry Um, The episode is called Certainly Uncertain, which definitely describes the times that we're in right now. Um, So I'd like to jump off by the first topic um, to discuss is what would you say has been the biggest challenge that you've faced in your business during this time? And feel free, whoever wants to jump in. Um, I can talk about polish a little bit. I think one of the things that's been challenging for the projects I'm working on is I have a lot of a few that are construction projects. And so navigating whether or not it's safe for people to be on site and still be working and how many people can be on site together, um, making the decision to stop working on those projects. I mean, I think that's been something that was really challenging um, for the design side of our business. And then court, you'll probably second the retail portion, but I'll let you take that one. (laughs) Yeah, so a lot of things have changed for Reveal by Polish. Um, We have a small co-working space that um, no one is able to co-work safely anymore. So we've kind of had to cancel that. Um, Christina had worked really hard on the Broad Ripple Village Association's Art Walk um, that was to begin either in April or May. Um, and she had every month filled that like um, planned with a local artist. And we've had to cancel slash postpone two so far this year. And 
there's no known as to how many more that'll have to um, happen with. And then, of course, no retail customers <laughs> in our <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, that kind of puts everything at a stop. I mean, it's it's really hard. Um, it's what everybody's facing right now, whether it is uh, a retail situation or interiors in general. Um, things have just changed completely. I know for me, um, talking about the construction side, most of my construction projects have basically been put on hold. Um, typically it's the homeowner who makes that decision and wants to put it on hold. Um, if for some reason the, um, contractors are just not comfortable with it either, then, you know, they're going to stop working. My electricians, for example, are basically saying we're not coming into anybody's yeah. houses. So, you know, I have some people who are willing to do it and, um, those jobs are continuing as best as we can, but I have, my electricians for this particular job are not going to finish. So I can get everything else finished, <laughs> but I can't get the electrical done. So yeah. it's it's been a struggle from that perspective. And um, I know that uh, I don't have the retail side of it, but I can imagine that that's been um, really frustrating because you guys did put a lot of time and effort into into what you guys have been doing for your boutique. So totally understand and sympathize um with that yeah. but there's nothing you can do you know you're just trying to make the best of it um have you guys seen any influx in your online um store we've had a little bit but it's kind of about the same i mean we're pretty consistent um you know home goods are luxury products in general yeah. so i don't think People are really thinking about that right now, even though they might be walking around their house thinking, oh, I need this or I need to update that or I would like this. Um, we have had inquiries and things like that. And I think that that's been great. Um, but I don't think it's increased a lot per se. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say our um, biggest sold item in the past month has been candles. <laughs> people, people are burning them way faster than normal. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, relaxation. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. yeah. I, one candle at a time. <laughs> that, exactly. I mean, mm -hmm. it'll take anything you can get, right? <laughs> That's right. So, and related to that, what's been your biggest personal challenge during this time? <laughs> um, probably working from home with kids. I would yeah. say that's the most challenging for me and for our, I mean, as it relates personally and business, because they've correlated together at this point. Um, and I don't know, everybody's doing it. So I know I'm not alone and I feel like that is very helpful, but at the same time, that doesn't always make it easier. No. <laughs> what about you, Corey? Um, for me, it's been, I'm normally a really calm person. And I try not to let the frustrations and anxiety and, and unknowns uh, take over because in the scheme of things, my problems are small. So I try to keep that in mind every day and realize that, you know, although it seems like the world's moving really slow, we'll never get this time back. Um, so and then, I, of course, I miss like my friends and my family a lot, yeah. not being able to see them in person. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a challenge. And um, 
Mm -hmm. I do have two kids at home as well, so I completely relate to the difficulties with that. Um, I've been trying to make sure to focus on the fact that, you know, we probably won't get this time again with them at at this age, especially. Um, So trying to just spend as much time being engaged with them as possible and then trying to balance when... I can work <laughs> and get things done. Um, so that's that's definitely been a challenge for sure. And like Courtney said, not seeing people that you normally can see, you know, every day or having to see people through video chat and not being able to see people in person. That's definitely been a challenge. So yeah. um, moving on to the next, next question that I have, um, how has this overall impacted your business and have you implemented any changes um, during this time to pivot and sort of readjust your business model and and your thinking are you putting in place anything new um, or have you decided to make some changes for when things kind of get rolling again i you know i think we're so fortunate with our business right now that we really haven't had a lot of people um, stop projects or uh, besides construction things where things are put on pause and then we'll continue later. And I, I just am so thankful for that every single day because there are lots of businesses who are really struggling right now and who may not come back from this. So we haven't shifted a lot in that sensibility because we haven't been forced to at this time. Um, but I do think like we have said, you know, we don't mind zoom meetings and we've kind of figured out how to navigate those meetings. So I think that helps for us for when in future, when we need to like meet more again, or even if we can meet in person, it's not maybe necessary. So I think that's one thing that we have noticed and have thought about shifting a little. Sure. Um, all that as well as um, just doing textile ships direct to the client and reviewing those in person or not not in person on Zoom or Skype. Um, And then some items actually are being able to be drop shipped at no additional charge. So that's been helpful for the like the construction projects that are continuing and the person's moving in next week. I mean, they need their light fixtures. So like that's been really helpful for some of our vendors to be able to do that um, for our clients. Yeah. Um, and then um, I'm also curious to see how people are going to react um, after all this being in their home so long. So like, you know, there may be some changes coming up the next, you know, as this rolls out um, or how that play is going to like, come to us and say like, oh, I need all this done. Or I noticed this while I was sitting in my house for two months or whatever. So it'll be, it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah. I, I've wondered myself, like, how is this going to like come back online? You know, how are we going to manage that? Because I know, and you guys know this industry, it's, it's hard enough in normal times to get things in, in a timely basis but when everybody's backlogged I think that's going to present a challenge for sure um once everybody's ready to go it's like okay we're ready and we want our stuff 
but (laughs) we don't have it yet. And the back order dates are, you know, pushed back months and months and months. So, you know, are people going to be uh, accepting of that or are they going to be frustrated with that? And um, how is that going to impact us and our client management and expectations of our clients and, and what they expect of us as well? So I think that's going to be a hard thing once this all sort of starts rolling again. You guys agree? Yeah, yeah I would agree with that. I think we have been seeing um, actually some back order issues that were already occurring from overseas shipping. That might be one thing that we're focusing on changing a little bit more to is pushing mostly American-made products so that we don't get in those situations. And we try to do that for the most part already. But, you know, sometimes you need something and can't find it. Um, And you're just forced to pick something else. So I think that, too, like, we'll see how the clients react. Most of the clients thus far have been very understanding and have like gotten it. So I'm hoping that we'll have some empathy with those things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think a lot of my clients right now that I am, you know, doing orders for currently are just like, it'll get here whenever it gets here. I mean, and Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's, I think that everybody understands that we don't have control over it. Like nobody has control over it. It's just the way that this is going to go. So you got to roll with it. I kind of wonder too, with everyone being a little bit more patient, being forced to be a little bit more patient during this time, is that going to roll into our process in the future where before this, it was, I need things like tomorrow or yesterday, maybe in the future, people will be a little bit more understanding that great design takes time and products take time and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So yeah, I don't want to say like, it could be, it could be a positive change too. Yeah, I could definitely see that, too. I think um, maybe the understanding of, you know, this isn't life or death. This is design, and um, and it doesn't yeah. have to happen right this minute. And if you want something that you're going to love forever, you know, it's worth the wait. And, um, you know, there mm-hmm. are a lot of clients who already think that way, but I hope that now maybe this gives people some perspective. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Okay, so talking about like vendors and leading into, you know, back orders and all of those fun things. Um, what have you experienced in terms of vendor responses? How are they handling um, the ever changing situation? How have they stepped up to the plate? How have they not stepped up to the plate? What has been your experience with that? I, I feel like we've gotten a lot of updates continuously from the companies. And then I think some of that responsibility then falls to the reps to like keep you in, in touch with like what's going on like day to day. My biggest thing is just like them updating us when there are back orders and things like that. So that we're aware so that we're not like, oh, this was coming. And now, oh, now it's delayed again, which we're pretty good about looking those things up ourselves and keeping track of, of that. But for the most part, I think I haven't had anything where it's really been like a disappointment. Yeah, I feel the same way. I've had actually a pretty positive experience with vendors so far. Again, with like the drop shipping, um, shipping things like samples, same day, um, offering extended discounts um, to places where mm-hmm. we normally would get nothing like that. 
um, the kind of the constant contact. They're checking in, they're asking how we're doing. Um, so that, and then some are offering like little like seminars or classes mm-hmm. just to keep people and designers um, engaged and entertained. Yeah. For lack of a better word. Yeah. I think it, they've done a really good job. I've noticed on the connection um, with the designers mm-hmm. and making and sure like, that, you know, everybody um, has what they need and they have been going above and beyond, I think, um, in getting samples and um, contacting and making sure, you know, if you do have questions that they're right there, ready to answer the questions, uh, we've gotten a lot of information based on, you know, what warehouses might be closed, um, mm-hmm. what, you know, places are still open and still shipping. Uh, I had a situation where um, I got word that the fabric company was deciding to shut down all shipping and I needed to get an order in and it was going to go to a custom upholstery company and they were waiting for this fabric and they were still able to work and my rep was literally on the phone with me at nine o'clock at night getting this order placed making sure her manager had all the information like getting it shipped out that next morning because they knew they were going to be shutting everything down the following day. So she went above and beyond to get make that happen and um, kept me in the loop on the whole entire process and telling me when the fabric actually arrived. I mean, she just went above and beyond, which was really fabulous. So I have found that that's been the general response of all of the vendors. I think something else that I've noticed is the fabric companies stepping up and helping with the overall crisis at hand um, by making masks or doing things of that nature. I mean, that just really like touches my heart to know that we work with companies who have joined in in this fight and and are fighting for everyone and not just like us. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really been great to see the outpouring of support um, just, amazing you know that they've shifted their entire production lines to make these you know protective you know gear and and the masks and everything and I think that's that's amazing that they've been able to do that so um so definitely see a lot that you know I I notice it and I think everybody in our industry notices it and um I think that does you know go very far um you know in my mind so um, how have you personally managed the ups and downs of this crisis? And do you have any tips that you <laughs> have to maybe help others through, you know, these things that we've all been going through? Um, I think just having like phone conversations with people that I can't see in person has been helpful. Um, kind of trying to tell, like, be thankful for the things that I do have, like say your gratitudes every morning has been, is something that I need to do every day, not just during a time like this. But I think that that has helped me where I'm like, you know, I have a home to be safe in. I have some uh, jobs still. I have these things that, you know, two beautiful, healthy kids, like, so I think that's helped me. Um, and then, I mean, having a business partner has been a tremendous asset in this to where I have someone to talk to about everything that's going on and brainstorm with. And I think that's been very helpful as well. Um, and then I'd lie if I didn't say, like, wine. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, like, having a lot of wine here and there, maybe a little more than 
we used to has helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I second the wine, and then the um, standard has gone away to start at like five, and now it's moved up like to four, yeah. or maybe even like three some days. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's like when a, like a parent, like you're at your breaking point for one, and you're just like, I just need to relax a smidge. And it's okay. And then then you can stop and like have water and be, you know, in bed at 945 and just comfy. Great. (laughs) Courtney, any other tips Um, or advice or things that you've done? Yeah, I mean, I've tried um, not watching the news as much. I did in the beginning, but now I've basically like stopped and I just try to ask people that who would do watch it or whatever you know what have you heard or what's going on um let's see here my mom always used to tell me when I was little it would frustrate me so much because I was always on to the next thing but just to um enjoy the moment um and then um uh, we've been trying to find like a different charity to support every week and donate like just something small uh for like local families for food um so those are oh and then I've been trying to read like morning and night too different kinds of books so that's that's been really helpful and just uh gets my mind off of things yeah yeah those are all really good good tips and you know I I, for me I think the the news thing was a big thing for me because in the beginning I was like glued to it and it was constant all the time. And it was just overwhelming. So, you know, trying to take a break from that. And like you said, Courtney, just like get the bits and pieces that you need and Mm -hmm. like filter everything else out. Um, That's been something that I've been trying to do definitely uh, more of. And um, just, you know, taking a break. And if I'm not feeling up to doing something, I just don't you know I I just say I'm giving myself a break I'm not going to push myself um I you know forcing yourself into something especially in the creative field when you're trying to be creative (laughs) is impossible you really need to be in the right frame of mind to be creative and if if it's not in that moment then it's not in that moment and I move on and I go do something else and then come back to it so um just trying to give myself some grace and try to give my family members grace, um, my kids grace, uh, we're all going through this, you know, even the little ones, they may not be able to verbalize it, but they are feeling things that we're feeling. And they're definitely feeling the stress and um, trying to make sure to um, keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, so how do you think this is going to affect our industry like long term? both from the design perspective and the retail side, because um, you guys can speak to the, the retail aspect of it and, and just what your thoughts are like moving forward. I, I mean, I think for retail in general, across the board and in all industries, like the consumer is just going to change. Um, and that may be with design as well, but I just think we're going to see people looking for a different experience than they used to look for. Um, I think things will take time, but I do think things will eventually get back to kind of the same pace, but we may not always be, you know, touching everything and, um, and interacting so much with 
different people in stores and things of that nature. And I, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if in general, they, you know, change like building capacity amounts. Um, so I think that would be something that will definitely affect retail in general um, and restaurants and any, yeah. a lot of other businesses. And then I'll let Courtney answer about the design side. Um, I mean, it's we kind of already touched on a couple things. It's hard to tell. Um, I do kind of feel like there's going to be a little bit more virtual design because of what Christina said earlier. Now we realize and are acquainted with hopping on FaceTime to interact with our clients and know it's possible and feel a little bit more confident in it. So, I mean, potentially that. And then also, um, going back to the lead times too and still in a little bit more patience and people and um and, and grace to know that things can't always happen um right when they wanted to and not everything is in our control so it's it's tough but those are all things i was yeah yeah i you know touching on the virtual aspect of of design you know we've obviously been kind of moving that direction you know for a while um a lot of people are doing it and a lot of people are talking about it. And um, I think it's there's definitely a place for it, for sure. And I do think that this has kind of forced people into that and learning about what technology is out there and, and how could we use it to our advantage and um, maybe just, you know, feeling more comfortable with it, I think is, is interesting. And I, I do see that as something that could possibly continue end of the future and um and maybe just like thinking outside the box and doing things a little bit differently than what we've always done so which i think all can be really good things it's just a change um <clears throat> how do you think this is going to change us as a society in general i mean that's a big question yeah kind of just the same things i mean i think we're gonna have a different way we look at things especially for the first year or so, maybe a little longer than that. Um, I think that hopefully people will be more patient and more empathetic and people will realize that we are, fra like, are, we're fragile. Like, we can't just always bounce back from everything immediately. And, um, and I'm hoping that that, you know, the kindness that everyone has been giving everyone and um, has shown will continue. Yeah. I hope so, too. Um, I am hoping, again, I agree with Christina, that people slow down a little bit um, and don't revert back to the fast pace of everything. I also feel like, and, and maybe it was in our capacity at Reveal, we were hosting lots of events with lots of people and doing, like, stage design for big events and and I, I don't know that I don't know that it'll go back to that for a while. I think people are going to get closer relationships, uh, um, just smaller, more intimate um, gatherings. Um, and so that'll be interesting with reveal, too. Um, yeah. And then um, I'm kind of wondering if people will be a little bit more um, open to uh, supporting U.S. Um, manufacturers and, and things that are made here instead of. You know, I think yeah. great to source globally, but I mean, they may take a second look at it now. Right. And I agree. I know that after 2008, that did happen. 
um, there were a lot more people that were willing or wanting to go with American-made products to support America. And um, I think that a similar thing will happen with this. I do see that um, the manufacturers that are based here are probably going to do better maybe than um, than they have in the past. So I think that's great. And I think that'll be a really positive mm-hmm. thing. Um, what would you have done differently had you known this was coming? <laughs> On all levels, personal level, business level. <laughs> uh, gosh, I just don't know. I mean, that's so hard to say because like, how could you even know like what this would entail? You know, I guess if somebody told me six months ago that like basically the world was going to stop and I wasn't going to be able to go outside of my hat. Like, I mean, you can go outside, but essentially like not leave your home. I would have been like, Oh yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like this is right. America. Like, right. <laughs> so I probably just have things lined up a little bit more. Um, you know, know that like, okay, well, when we have this time, we'll work on this, this, and this. And I think we've kind of shifted and started doing that. But I think, having that knowledge ahead of time would have made my mind a lot more peaceful with like the fact that, okay, well, we'll get to that whenever we have this downtime that is going to occur. Yeah. Um, I can, yeah, that's a hard question. For it me. is. It's a, it's, it's a hard question. What do you think, Courtney? Yeah. Um, I agree with Christina. Although sometimes I like look at things and I'm like, this is weird. Like why, why did this happen? Um, a couple examples. A funny example, my husband has been stocking up on boxes of wine for like the past three months, like not knowing anything. He was just getting like a great deal somewhere. And so we have a basement full of wine, which has become very helpful. Um, (laughs) And then my mom um, has been coming up here for the past like half a year. We were going through um, our CIA class together to to convert to Catholicism. And so, I mean... No other time would I have seen her every week for the past six months. And I like, I'm like, you know, it's just crazy to me. Um, So those are just some examples where, you know, I I obviously had no clue, but I'm like, yeah, the the world is weird Mm -hmm. um, and timing is like everything. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. I I totally believe in that. You know, there are, excuse me, are circumstances that happen and maybe set you up for things like that that you're just totally unaware of at the time and um Mm -hmm. you know it's always hindsight you look back and say oh my gosh I'm so glad that I did that or I'm you know I'm glad that um I had prepared and I hadn't even known that I was supposed to be preparing um whatever those things are you know so yeah yeah, I I think it's um it's tough to you know say what you would have done differently I think for me um my aspect of it I think is more business related and um, just thinking along the lines of having as much at my fingertips as possible in my computer versus like hard copy um, because I literally had to like go and grab like every file that I have mm-hmm. and bring it home because I, I don't work from home and um, I have a lot in my computer but I didn't have everything so just not being prepared to have to 
you know, do that. And I almost felt like when I was going and like gathering everything up that it was like a fire, you know, like I had to, I'm like grabbing like literally everything I could think of and like running out the door um, because I didn't know when I was going to be able to go back. And I've only been back once in this whole time period and it was just to get mail. And then I've had my mail forwarded to me since, but, um, but yeah. And so that aspect, I'm like, okay, well, I, I, wish that I had a lot more digital information um, Mm -hmm. versus just my hard copy files. So, Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that I'd like to work on, you know, and changing and improving for the future and and just um, looking at systems a little bit differently. So um, how do you plan on growing from this experience? I think that goes back to the, you know, continuing to be patient and understand that, you know, great design takes time and not bending to um, other people's needs when they say like, well, I want this, you know, in this time period. Well, that's just not, you know, being able to respond and know that and being confident, like that's just not how it works. And hopefully we can continue that. Um, I think being, you know, patient with my kids. Like I've learned a lot about a lot more about them spending as much time as I have with them, which has been really lovely. And, um, and I think like just enjoying that time, like you both have said, you know, been nice. So trying to take that from this time and move it forward too, and, you know, not just go back to like, okay, well, we're going to daycare, then you go to daycare, and then you get home, and then we have dinner, and then you go to bed, and then, like, you know, trying to just not rush through all the moments, I guess. Yeah. Um, I agree with the patience. Like, I, I feel like I have a high level of patience most of the time, but I want to make sure to continue that and um, not not forget. Um, and then also, uh, Christine and I were talking today while we were on a midday walk break, um, which is also nice, um, that we want to like, I think we both want to focus on the people and the projects that mean the most to us um, instead of trying to be everywhere doing everything, um, kind of like it's been a time to refocus and and concentrate on what really matters. And I, I want to take that forward and, and not forget it. So Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. I echo the same things both as a parent, um, just trying not to rush them so much. And um, one thing that I've actually really enjoyed is not having the morning rush. Um, The morning rush was like, it was a nightmare. (laughs) It was just a nightmare to to get them out the door. And to not have that has been fabulous. Um, But realizing like, is it really, you know, that important? Like, maybe I need to adjust things, maybe I need to shift some things in my schedule to not feel as rushed in the morning. Um, So that's definitely been something that I would like to take from this experience and and change. And um, I totally agree from the design perspective, the business perspective, um, with clients and making sure you're taking projects that you love and working with people that you love and that really, you know, want to work with you and, um, and love what you do. And it's a, just a really great, fun experience. And, um, you know, we all know that it's not always going to be fun, but if for the most part it is, and you can, you know, look back on it and say, not only did I have a great 
client, but I actually made a great friend in the process. I think that is really important. And I know that's something that I'm, you know, really going to try to push for in the future. So, yeah. Any last thoughts or any anything that we haven't covered that you wanted to talk about? I'm glad we finally got this in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there's been some, you know, snafus, crazy weather. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't have anything else. I feel like this is nice and good to talk about it just a little bit with yeah. other designers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one personal question, Christina, are you happy that you got your kitchen remodel finished? Yeah. <laughs> um, I say every day to myself, like, thank God we finished before this because we were literally only able to be in our living room yeah. for, luckily it was only like three or four weeks, so it wasn't too bad because I was like, oh, I'm going to jam pack everything into that time period. Um, but like, if we were still in our living room only, like, I don't know what I, yeah. I would probably just be drunk all the time. Like, I'd be like, I don't know what to do besides, like, sit here and yeah. in a 10 by 20 room and, like, that's it. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, it's hard enough going through a remodel with little kids. I can't even imagine if you were going through that right now with you know who knows whether people were going to even show up or if you know anything was going to get done and yeah I can't I can't even imagine (laughs) so yeah I would be really thankful (laughs) yeah very happy ready to get taken when we can like yeah and do all that so I think that'll be exciting yeah that'll be fun um and I know we didn't talk about this but I know you know show house is obviously like one of those things for us that is um you know up in the air (laughs) so I don't know how do you how do you guys feel about the latest email on that um we we talked about it today a little bit and I still need to respond for the two of us um and I feel like we we just think there need to be like some more virtual like options kind of presented or thought about yeah so I Based on that, um, I think like September is going to be a hard date to hit because you're basically, Courtney pointed out to me, which I, you know, I'm usually the one who's like, oh, we have to get like this deadline and this deadline and this deadline. She's like, we're going to be starting again for the yeah. next one. They would do it. Yeah. So like, how does that work How's that going to work? Right. For, you know, everyone, because that would be a big challenge. So um, I know that, you know, we don't have a crystal ball and we can't, you know, plan ahead, like plan ahead for that. But like, I guess I I think they're doing the best that they can with the information that they have. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's a real challenge. And I don't know, I, I think it's, it's definitely going to be different doing it in the fall, for sure. I think the whole thing will be different. I think it'll feel differently. Um, I do think that they should explore some options like you were saying virtually as well as you know opening to the public um I think there are ways that they can do it and make people feel comfortable and I do think people will come and I think people will feel comfortable if they decide to do it in September but I think they have to give people options so um it'll be interesting and yeah I 
I don't know how it'll work because if we are going to be planning for another, you know, house, like doing a, a coffee and a walkthrough like we normally do with another house at the exact same time that we're going through show house, I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> so, so maybe they're planning to push that back as well. Maybe that'll be like in October and, you know, I, I don't know. And I don't even know if they're even thinking about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope that they are, but I thought that was something where that court point pointed out. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, that, like, and pushing that process any closer together, like, even though it seems like it's a long time, it's really not. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In terms of design and making great design. Yeah. Um, well, so, and going back to the, like, back order situation, like, yeah. This is going to have repercussions for a long time. It's not going to just pick mm-hmm. right back up and everything's going to be great. Um, this is going to go on for the rest of the year, at least. And so even thinking about like planning your next design, yeah, things are going to go haywire because you're going to, you know, select things and they're going to be gone or not be available or, you know, there's just going to be so many things I think that are going to happen because of this. And it's just like the ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You, it's go ahead, Court. Sorry, have you um, looked at any other show houses across the U.S. to see what they've done or what they're doing? Because I think some of them had like literally maybe just opened when all this happened. Yeah, well, um, I know they- that Kips Bay typically opens like around the same time ours does normally, and I I think I mean they canceled it. I, I don't know if they're going to postpone it and do it again, you know, later in the year. I don't know what their plan is. I know that they were trying to still raise money for their the foundation that they raised money for, which is the Boys and Girls Club. Um, they were still trying to do that, like, through Instagram and, you know, virtual stuff. But I don't know, you know, if they're actually going to have one this year or if they're just saying, yeah. like, we're not doing that. I don't know. I definitely think there are some opportunities for them. I I think one of the things I emailed to Christina was just a gift for the guild. Like even Maggie's is so good and everyone loves it. Like they could do delivery orders, um, make some money off of that and, um, and just really take advantage of of the virtual options. Um, So I don't know. It'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, it it definitely will. And I, I mean, I know they're, in the same boat that we are just kind of taking it day by day so it's it's hard to predict and hard Mm -hmm. to plan and um you know that's kind of the way it is with all of these major events you know the indy 500 for example yeah like they've moved it back but i mean i don't even know if they know like what that looks like (laughs) so um yeah so i think it's it's just uncharted territory we don't know how this is all going to play out but um I hope we get to have some semblance of it. I hope that, you know, even if it is virtual, I, I hope that people get to see the work that we put in. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I, I think, too, like, it's the longest running one in the yeah. country. So it makes me, like, sad to think that they would have to, like, cancel, cancel it. Because I would, you know, because then you can't say that anymore. No, I know. And, you know, we cannot, now we can't say that we've had it for. 50 plus years consecutively yeah I know I know it makes me sad too and um I think that they'll try everything that they can to make sure that the public sees it in some way or another but um Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's definitely going to be a different experience and a different, different year for all of us. So yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this. And I think it was, it's helpful and fun. And, um, you know, hopefully when I get this out there, people will um, enjoy it and take something from it. Thank you for listening to the Design Direction Podcast. For more information and links to my guests, check out the show notes. And if you want more information about me, visit my website at www.compassdesignservices.com.